I'm a survivor. I'm not going to I'm not up. You jumped straight in. I did. I, I can't. I loved it. I like yeah. that song. You can't tell. Yeah. So this is Make It A Pop House. My name's Evan. And I'm Katie. And I'm sorry for my singing. <laughs> but Katie, how are you anyway? I'm all right. I feel good. Um, I had a nice chill day. Woke up late. You know, just chilled around. Went to Kildare Village with my friend and her sister. It was nice. And then I went to the gym. I was very productive. I went to the gym even though it was six o'clock because when anyway, we were recording this and I was like, you just have to go and get it done. And I did. Good, yeah. So I'm happy with myself. And I came home and I ate too much food and I have to give myself pretend energy. That's the How thing. After the gym, your stomach is just oh uh, it? yeah it's eating you and then so I came home and I was starving and then I made food like too much food but I ate it all and I'm so happy but I'm so full mm. and if you hear me drinking water I'm so sorry because my dinner was like semi-salty so I'm it's all good it's all good so How yeah uh yeah so uh all day been prepping for the podcast uh cleaned had a bit of a lazy day if I'm honest and actually it was kind of nice just because Nice. It was actually was kind of nice, yeah, and just sat in all day watching Vanderpump Rules, um, <laughs> which is just which is just all I'm doing in life right now. Oh, and I spoke to I was talking to so Katie sent me a post from Carla from Unpopular Opinions. Mm-hmm. She was in Sir, where they filmed Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, and I was talking to Carla about. Were you? Where did you? Yeah. Message? Yeah. I was like, who was there? Tell me everything. What's the food like? Who from the cast works there? And she's like, <laughs> she was like, um, she's like, oh, like only a few of them were there, but I was looking for a sneaky shift from Peter, the manager. And I was like, you and me both, sis. <laughs> no, I'm so like, this is my formal apology to the Unpopular Opinion podcast because me and Evan are obsessed. And I was texting Carla at Christmas about her dad, and you were texting her about her in Sora. <laughs> And Carla, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we apologize. <laughs> like, oh, I swear to God, I'm obsessed. They're probably they probably see me when I reply to their like um podcast page. They're probably like whore again, but <laughs> you think I'm really weird. That's actually so funny. Yeah, my Instagram's been acting up and hasn't been letting me like view messages and all. So I've seen you sent me loads, but it'll probably let me look them tomorrow because yeah, you're going to get a very uh, panicky voice message from me about Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Can't wait. I cannot wait. Okay, so now we're going to move on to comments corner. So we have a few comments. And this was on Little Rascals. Wow. Not a Little Rascal found out there. So um, someone said, I always wanted to have a go on that go-kart. Oh, no. Oh, you were brave, whoever you are. Yeah. Brave. Honestly. I would not have been able for that. Yeah, someone said the costumes always stick in my brain. Yeah, the co- I think the costumes were good. Yeah. Mm. Someone said Darla could do better. Yeah, Darla's a bit <laughs> but like, <laughs> he's also about five or something, so. <laughs> you know. uh, someone said literally wanted to be their best friend. Oh, same. I wanted to be part of that so bad. Yeah. Someone else said completely forgot the Olsen twins were in it and was shocked to see them pop up. Me too. Me too. Mm. And finally, someone said Alfalfa's hair is iconic. It is. Yeah. Like when you see someone with like a little spike, you'd always say, like, you'd always make a reference to Alfalfa. Yeah. 
They're good comments. They're really good comments, but now it's time to move on to pop news. So some headlines this week uh, from Gavin and Stacey to becoming one of the biggest stars in the world. James Corden has made his mark in Hollywood as the host of CBS's Late Late Show for the last seven years. However, mm-hmm. it looks like James is set to step down after eight years. Uh, James told Deadline, it's been a really hard decision to leave, but I'm so immensely proud of the show. So James will be uh, stepping down as the host of the Late Late Show on CBS. I bet there's going to be so many people that are absolutely buzzing. He gets <laughs> a lot of stick. Like He does. Now, I don't know if it's warranted or not. It's semi- I do think it's, Well, he's a good host and he's a good late night host, I feel. Yeah. He gets a lot of stick for showing up in musicals, which fair enough, we don't want to keep seeing him in every musical. <laughs> right, okay, Cats. We didn't need him in Cats. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, like, I mean, they probably don't need me in musicals, but if I was getting offered to be a musical, I'd take it, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Would you do Cats? <laughs> um, No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's like when I turned down Fair City when I was 13. <laughs> I did. Well, my ma- technically, my ma turned it down for me, but like, I and I was raging at the time, but like now I'm kind of like, thanks. Yeah, honestly. I was fuming. She was like, no, you have to do your doing your cert. And I'm like, okay. Right, you're hardly going to go to stardom on Fair City. Like, you never know. You never know. You never know until you try. And I wasn't allowed to try, but I'm kind of grateful now because imagine having that on you forever. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, wearing no. that badge. No, thanks. No offense to anybody because I do know a lot of great actors that are in Fair City. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Okay, so we're going to move on. Uh, So one thing you should never do is take on the biggest family in the world. Uh, So for the last few weeks, Rob Kardashian's ex and Kim's former best friend back, China, has been in a serious legal battle with the Kardashians. So China has claimed that Kris Jenner got the show cancelled, the show Rob and China, uh, cancelled due to the end of her, her relationship with Rob. China claimed that the family tried to defame her and apparently left her short on a few paychecks from the reality show. Kylie has shared in her testimony that China sent her threatening texts, uh, threatening her life. However, it looks like China took on more than she could could take, as the judge ruled in favour of the Kardashians in the defamation case. Um, let me just read this here. So a Los Angeles judge ruled uh, Kim Kardashian should not be held liable against Black China's defamation claim. Documents obtained by page six showed the court ruled that no statement made by Skim, the Skims founder uh, was alleged to be defamatory against the Robin China alum. China's team previously argued that they only needed to prove that each defendant in the case, including Kim, Chloe, Kylie and Chris, took a responsible part in defaming China, whose real name is Angela White. Uh, jurors were told to consider uh, evidence, including emails and messages made by Chloe, Kylie and Chris to network executives. The court agreed on Friday that there is no evidence to support uh, that Kim had the responsible part in defaming China per the documents, so the scheme founder was dropped from the defamation claim. Yeah, and did you see that? Um, um, I was going to bring this up as well because I seen this today that um, Chris was saying that Black China threatened to kill Rob and Kylie. Oh, I didn't know about the Rob thing. I knew yeah. about Kylie. So apparently, like allegedly, um, Black China um, 
held a gun up to Rob's head and it was only six months after um, what happened to Kim in Paris. Mm-hmm. So Chris is like, oh, that was really hard to like think of as a mother and blah, blah, blah. And then apparently she, Black Tony used to text um, Kylie like lots of like um, threatening messages. Like all the devil emojis and being mm-hmm. like, I can't wait for the day and all. But like in the case then, Kylie was like, oh, I don't know what like she was talking about, whatever it was like to kill me or just to haunt me and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. I mean, look, she's going up against the biggest family in the world. She's going to lose. She's going to lose, but you know what? I, um, I admire the, the balls. <laughs> yeah, to be honest. Just the sheer amount of confidence. That's yeah. confidence. Do you know, yeah. that's what you should aspire to. That I feel happen. sorry for her and Rob's kid. Yeah. Mm. So do I, to be honest. But look, they're going to have a horrible upbringing. Well, not horrible, but like, you know, in the sense of like their parents literally bringing each other to court mm-hmm. for the families, blah, blah, blah. But they're also going to be very rich. The kids yep. are gonna be rich. Like they're so, not gonna have to want for anything, so it's fine. I mean, yeah. So moving on. So she's a very well known and established actress from her roles in Mad Men and The Handmaid's Tale. However, something that has always been uh, that has always been questioned about uh, Elizabeth Moss is her involvement with Scientology. So there's a statement here that I will read. Um, she said, "I don't want to come off as being cagey." If you and I met just hanging out as friends, I'm like an open book about it. Uh, I don't want people to be distracted by something when they're watching me. When I, uh, I want them to be seeing the character. I feel like when actors reveal too much of their lives, I'm sometimes watching something. I'm going, oh, I know that she just broke up with that person or I know that she loves to do hot yoga or whatever it is. When told by the interviewer, Michael Schulman, that people are already distracted by it. Moss politely responds, people can obviously hold in their mind whatever they want to, and I can't control that. If it's not that, it's going to be something else. She adds, it's not a real it's not really a closed off religion. It's a place that is very open to like welcoming welcoming in somebody who wants to learn about it. I think that's the thing that is probably the most misunderstood. Okay, I've had a brush with Scientology. I don't think it's that open. What do you mean you've had a brush with? I went to the Scientology. Well, I was taken into the Scientology Center in LA. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's not that open. What do you mean? Like, it's you can't just walk in? Like, it was very scary. As was well, like, it's not that welcoming. Like... No, no, they do like welcome you in, and they're kind of if you want to understand more about it, they're happy to. Uh, like tell you but yeah. I didn't actually voluntarily walk in is what I'm saying I get you yeah yeah yeah. so I was kind of brought in and I, I didn't know what I was being brought into and then I yeah. <laughs> pretended to go to the bathroom and run yeah it's not like they walked up to you and was like oh hey like we're from the Church of Scientology do you want to come in for a tour And they, say they were just like oh follow me and then you're like okay and then they were like this is Scientology and you were like bye <laughs> I was like I'm gonna use the bathroom yeah goodbye yeah but um yeah I don't know what she's talking about there honestly me neither just relax you're 
people know you're into Scientology, just chill. Like, they'll still watch your stuff. I think she's probably just afraid that people will stop watching. Yeah. Is it a cult? Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. It's all organised religion a cult, though. I was uh, just about to say it's all kind of a cult, but like, like, culty cult. It's a cult, mm-hmm. 100%. Like, you have to pay to go into it. Um, like have to give them your money you have to basically sign away your rights and it's it's madness but look if it makes no I was going to say if it makes people happy but no it just shouldn't be a thing Mm. yes moving on to more lighter news Uh, so she's won a Grammy and is on top of the world over the last few years Miss Megan The Stallion um, it looks like she is heading for her TV screens. Uh, Netflix is developing a comedy series loosely based on the life of Megan the Stallion. Okay. Wonder how that goes. I know. I love her. So, yeah, I'll definitely watch. Don't have many opinions on her, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, next up, at one point, uh, they were Hollywood's golden couple. Um, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. It looks like things have gone south for this once beloved pair. Whilst on, sta- on stage at CinemaCon, about to share her upcoming the trailer for her upcoming film, Don't Worry Darling, starring Florence Pugh and current boyfriend Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde was hit with custody papers whilst on stage at CinemaCon. She has a child. She's two children with Jason Sudeikis. Oh. So what, what custody papers? Is that like for him to have custody of the kids? You see, I checked this and it wasn't explained. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't hear about this. What? Jason Sudeikis. Oh, okay, so he has a new wife, and she's with Harry Styles. Olivia Wilde was Harry Styles. She was married to Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh, weird. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. So I think maybe he's gone for sole custody. Yeah. I didn't think she had children, though. Who knows? Okay, so final headline. I'm going to just go into it. Greta yeah. Gerwig has given the ultimate has been given the ultimate responsibility of directing a Barbie movie, and despite many schedule and cast changes, we got our first look at the movie set to hit cinemas in 2023. The picture shows Margot Robbie sitting in a pink corvette, looking all dolled up, like the perfect ideal Malibu Barbie. Did you see that picture? No. No. She like it looks ideal, like she's the ideal really? Barbie. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited wonder what it's going to be like i'd say it'd be good hopefully okay so uh katie i'm gonna let you introduce this week's topic so before i start this week's topic 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 i just want to say while we all want to be independent women sometimes we just want somebody that can pay our bills 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 will never make us feel like a survivor will always say our name and keep us jumping, jumping for the rest of our lives. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this week we are talking about Destiny's Child. And I'm so excited. And Evan, 
<laughs> Looks like he's frozen. <laughs> he's <laughs> laughing at my introduction. <laughs> that was good. That was Thank good. Thank you. And you know what's the best thing? I came up with it two seconds before I, I clicked into the Zoom call. <laughs> I was so excited to say it. I was like, oh, well done. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I love that. So, Evan, what is your history with Destiny's Child? My history with uh, Das Tina's Child. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had two older sisters. Um, so, you know, back in the early noughties, uh, before there was streaming or YouTube, we had to watch music videos on TV. Yeah. And I just remember, like, Destiny's Child always being on the TV, specifically the videos for, like, Say My Name, Mm-hmm. booty dishes and survivor and i always just kind of yeah knew knew them knew the the big songs yeah and yeah just kind of grew up with them i guess uh what's your history with destiny destiny child so obviously like growing up like i would have heard them like on the radio and just kind of around in shops and like if they came on the tv or whatever as you said but I never actually got into them until I was about I want to say like 13 mm-hmm. um so what happened was my I got an iPod touch it was like the second gen iPod touch so that will tell you how old I am and um my uncle put like all of his cds on it and he had destiny's child and yeah um yeah, he bought all of his CDs on it and it was kind of like the Paramore thing, how I found Paramore. It's the exact same way. Um, my uncle just put his music on my iPod and I think the first song that we really resonated with me that I hadn't really heard before was that uh, was Build, Build, Build. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just remember like being in the very room that I'm sitting in now, like looking out the window, listening to my iPod, like jamming. And I was like, yeah, I like these. And that was it, really. Right. Okay. So we're going to get into the life and career of Beyonce's children. Um, if you, <laughs> that's a tick off me. Uh, of course, we're going to get into the life and career of Destiny's Child. So, Katie, are you ready? I am already. So, in 1990, uh, Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, Latavia Robinson, Tamara Davis, Nikki, and Nina Taylor formed the group Girls Time. So, Girls Time attracted uh, nationwide attention. Um, Ernie Frazier uh, brought the girls to the studio with the focus on Beyonce's vocals. Girls Time then appeared on Star Search. Uh, So then Matthew Knowles, uh, Beyonce's father, started managing the group. In 1993, Matthew cut Tamar and the Taylor sisters, bringing in Latoya Luckett, forming a four-piece. The girls practiced in their backyards uh, and at the headliner salon owned by Tina Knowles. Matthew Knowles then put them through a girl group boot camp uh, whilst Tina designed their costumes. Girls Time would uh, change their name several times before landing on Destiny's Child. The group signed to Electra Records but were dropped months later because they didn't think that the girls would sell records. In 1996, Destiny's Child signed to Columbia Records. In November of 1997, Destiny's Child released their debut single, No, No, No. And in February of 1998, Destiny's Child released their self-titled debut album. Singles were No, 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 With Me and Illusion. The album charted at number 67. The Destiny's Child won three Soul Train Awards, including a Best New Artist. They supported Boys to Men on their Evolution tour. 
In July of 1999, uh, Destiny Child released The Writings on the Wall. The singles were Bills, 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 Boogaboo, Say My Name and Jumpin' Jumpin'. Char- uh, charted at 10 in the UK, number 5 in the US and number 1 on the US R&B charts. It has been certified eight times platinum and was nominated for six Grammys. In December of 1999, Latoya Luckett and Latavia were in discussion to find their own managers outside of the group. Uh, uh, although they were never going to leave the group, they found out when the Say My Name video premiered with two new members in their place. Those two new members were Michelle Williams and Farrah Franklin. So during this uh, time, Destiny's Child supported Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera on their tours. Five months after joining the group, Farrah Franklin left. Uh, so then the group released their first single as a trio for the Charlie's Angels soundtrack called Independent Women Part 1. This spent uh, 11 weeks at number one. At the 2001 uh, Billboard Music Awards, Destiny's Child won five awards. In April 2001, Destiny's Child released the album Survivor. The singles were Survivor, Booty Dishes, Emotion and Nasty Girl. Charted at number one in many countries and has been certified four times platinum. Got nominated for two Grammys, winning one of the awards. Um, in the wake of 9-11, Destiny's Child cancelled their European tour. In October 2001, uh, Destiny's Child released the holiday album Eight Days of Christmas. Charted at number four in the US and the singles were Eight Days of Christmas and Rudolph the red Nose Reindeer. After this, the group took a, a hiatus. However, they would return three years later. Uh, in November of 2004, Destiny's Child released the album Destiny Fulfilled. Singles were Lose My Breath, Soldier, Girl, and Cater to You. It charted at number two in the US and was certified three times platinum. April 2005, Destiny's Child went on the Destiny Fulfilled and Loving It tour. February 2006, Destiny's Child gave a farewell performance at the 2006 NBA All-Star Game. In March 2006, Destiny's Child got their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Destiny's Child won Best Group at the 2006 BET Awards. In 2012 and 2013, they would release two further compilation albums. In February 2013, the group would reunite for Beyonce's Super Bowl performance. In June 2014, Beyonce and Kelly featured on Michelle's song, uh, Say Yes. And April 2018, the group reunited for Beyonce's Coachella performance. And that is the life and career of Destiny's Child. So let's get into a discussion. Ah, Destiny's Child. Where to begin? Um... Well, they're great for a start. I- iconic vocals. Yeah, very good. Um, women. <laughs> women. Inspiring. <laughs> Inspiring. Definitely. And they, I do think they paved the way for like girl groups. Yeah. Um, you know, especially like American girl groups. I don't know. Like, I feel like they would have been one of the first to kind of go all out and like, like express themselves. In, in the sense of, like, you know, bills, 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 or, like, independent women, like, you know, really standing up for kind of, like, women and um kind of talking about men the way that male singers would have talked about women. Yeah. In a way, I feel like they were kind of the force to do that. Now, obviously, we have, like, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and all, you know, who fully do that and, in full support of that, perfect. We should talk about men the way they talk about women in their music. 
But I do think that a big part of the reason why women can do that now is because of them. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas other girl groups would have just been like, we're women. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. What were you going to say? Um, what was I going to say? So whenever I think of Destiny Child, and I feel like when most people think of Destiny Child, they think of Beyonce, Kelly and Michelle. Yeah. They don't really think of the, the other lineups, if I'm no. honest. No. And I never have, like, to be honest, ever. Yeah. To me, Destiny's Child is Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle. Mm. Um, what is your, what's your favourite album? Favourite album? Oh, I love Writings on the Wall. It's oh, it's my favourite. That's yeah. my favourite. Unreal yeah. album. It just has so many good songs. I forgot about Bugaboo as well. I really like that song. Um, I put them on today when I was in the gym, just on it, like, shuffle. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of their, like, remixes and all came up, like, from other artists um, that were remixing the songs. And I just forgot how good they were. Yeah, no, top tier girl group, 100%. It is. And, well, they're actually good to listen to while they're working mm. out. I didn't think they would be, but they actually were. <laughs> um yeah no like i feel like there's so much to say but not a lot to say yeah also no. like they became prevalent in the 90s and like i feel like that was also like really big for them as in the fact like it was three it was three black women that were just like getting up and and speaking for their rights and, you know, kind of, again, as I said before, like paving the way. And I just feel like maybe, like, would we still have all of the artists of colour that we have today? If I, I don't know. I think that, yeah, they have paved the way for so many artists nowadays. Um, so many groups of people, like different groups of people. Yeah, I feel like they wouldn't have been as successful if the lineup stayed this was stayed with the original four. No, I don't, Definitely not. I don't think so. But there's all poor Michelle. I know. Poor Michelle, like she's just become a meme, hasn't she? Yeah, I feel bad for her. I don't know, like I feel like she's made her money. Yeah, she's made her money. She's she was on the real recently and she she released a book and she said in the book uh that she knew that she wasn't the favorite of destiny's child and that Aww. she was okay with it and i was like i would be sick i know i just wouldn't be able to cope like but like she was still she was doing what she loved yeah i'm assuming they were friends do you know what i mean no they are good so, friends yeah so like doing what she loved like with her friends like traveling the world making music making money Mm -hmm. you know i actually kind of get it obviously you want to be beyonce but like (laughs) not everybody can be beyonce (laughs) yeah uh so imagine being one of the ones that left and then you see how it did after be (laughs) sick (laughs) like you'd actually be fuming wouldn't you uh, give you rage and you'd be like thinking they were going to be bigger than Beyonce I know 
but like obviously we have to give credit where credit's due like Beyonce just kind of took took the favoritism I'm wrong with it and I don't blame <laughs> her I do not blame her I'm like yeah, yeah get it also I'm glad like I liked that performance at Coachella but I wish they'd actually do a tour together again. yeah I would love a reunion tour like a reunion tour where they play like every single old song like mm-hmm. I don't want new music obviously the 2019 album's fine but like I don't want that new. I just want them to play all the songs that they already have. Yeah. I want a reunion tour. I 100% want that. Oh, I love it. It'd be like when the Spice Girls came back. Yeah. Yeah, I feel kind of bad for Kelly and Michelle because all they get asked to in interviews is Beyonce. True. But like, also, also, if they don't understand why, well, then that's on them. No, they they definitely understand why, but I feel bad. Like, they're accomplished women in their own right. Of course. Yeah, no, absolutely. But to be fair, if Beyonce was my friend, I'm like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, right. There's an interview with Michelle, and I, it's just, it's so rude. They're like, can you get your phone out and call Beyonce? <laughs> oh, no, no, that's, I'd like, no, that's, I can't actually. That's rude. And they leave her oh. a voice message. Oh, so stupid. But like, not for you. <laughs> oh god i mean what else is there to say just iconic singles top yeah. tier girl group they are top tier like yeah because like the spice girls would have come out at the same time or around that time and they weren't the best vocally so i feel like we needed destiny's child oh absolutely like because Wild Spice Girls are amazing and like their songs were so um are so prevalent and so whatever. Um Destiny's Child had the talent and the look. Mm-hmm. Not saying the Spice Girls didn't, like they had some like obviously they're good, but like Destiny's Child is like top tier music, like absolutely banging, like still um like what's the word? Timeless. Yeah, like I was gonna actually say it, it like what's what's that phrase like survives the test of time? Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, like you know, we're still like I was listening to it, to it in the gym today and I hadn't heard like many songs unless I've been out, but like do you know, I haven't listened to them myself and I was just like, Oh my god, this is such a good song. Why don't I listen to this all the time? Mm. I actually at one point wanted to start dancing, I was like, oh, I really like that <laughs> right now. Oh my god. Yeah, so you know, you, you know the song Bootylicious, obviously. Yes. You know that riff at the start? Obviously, it's Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks. Oh. But because I didn't know that as a kid, that's, whenever I hear that riff in <laughs> Edge of 17, I think it was Bootylicious. <laughs> fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if I have anything else to say. And if I do, I'll just sprinkle it in. Okay? Yes, I'm here. We have a lot of ground to cover. So we're going to move on to the next uh, topic in the Destiny's Child episode, which is the scandals of Destiny's Child. I'm ready. So as you can imagine by that recap, uh, some members took off. Mm -hmm. Um, So two former uh, Destiny's Child members sued Matthew Knowles. So Matthew um, Knowles had uh, money was in 1995 and legal problems in 2002 with the original band members Latoya Luckett and Latavia Robertson. According to Rolling Stone, the original Destiny's Child members slapped Knowles with a lawsuit claiming he 
attempted to gain legal guardianship of Luckett and Robertson, refused to share financial information with them and their parents. They also claimed that they didn't even know that they had been sacked from the group until they heard Say My Name, when new group members Farrah Franklin and Michelle Williams replaced their vocal on the track without their knowledge. Uh, but it wasn't the only, uh, Knowles wasn't anyone uh, charged. Um, the original members, Beyonce and Kelly Rowland, were also sued with their label at the time, Sony Music. The two singers lawsuit charged them with breach of contract, defamation, libel and fraud. Um, yeah, so uh, eventually these lawsuits were settled. Hmm. I didn't know that. I mean, you did kind of go against the system. A yeah. Little bit, trying to find your own managers. True. Like, that's a bit icky. It's a bit like snaky. Well, it is really snaky. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was an interview I watched, and, and uh, the interviewer was like, Oh, they said to me that they have like nothing against you and all. And Beyonce was like, But well, they slapped us with the lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. Like, that means there's something against us if they're suing us. Yeah. No, you can't no. be, you can't sue someone be like, Oh, there's no bad blood. Well, yeah. There is bad blood. It's called a court case. <laughs> No, that's true. Come on, like imagine I sued you. I'm like, oh, but like we're still mates, yeah? No, no, we are not. If, if you're your friends you. bringing you to court, you are not friends anymore. You're your court buddies. Yeah, <laughs> court uh, rivals. I'm just, I'm just gonna say it again. Uh, they left, and I'd say they are fuming. Oh, I know. Uh-huh. Well, that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you get when you're a snake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only the loyal ones make it far. Yeah, some money, honey. Well, this brings us on to the next scandal. Um, so the uh, Kelly, Beyonce, Michelle are true survivors. Mm-hmm. So, how did Beyonce feel about the toy look at Anna Tavia Robertson leaving Destiny's Child with uh, new bandmates? Uh, Destiny's Child released "Survivor," uh, hit song that appeared in the Charlie's Angels soundtrack. That's not right. Um, <laughs> I did not read this article, by the way. <laughs> Fans speculated that the lyrics were a scandalous shade toss at Luckett and Robertson. Uh, lyrics are, I thought that I'd be helpless without you, but I'm smarter. You thought that I'd be stressed without you, but I'm chilling. You thought I wouldn't sell without you, sold nine million. According wow. to Billboard, the ex-Destiny's Child members thought the same thing, calling the lyrics derisive comments. Once again, they slapped Destiny's Child with the lawsuit. Luckett oh. and Robertson filed a federal lawsuit claiming the lyrics were a breach of their previous settlement. According to Billboard, Destiny's Child lawyer Tom Fulkerson shot back with his own cutthroat words. It's unfortunate that the plaintiffs have nothing better to do with their time than to dream up new lawsuits. In the end, uh, the remaining members of Destiny's Child had the last laugh. The song went on to win a Grammy and become the national anthem for win. Yeah, that's true. <gasps> oh my God, Petty LaBelle. So, I mean, I'm very petty, so I can't slag them for being petty, but, like, um, but, like, stop trying lawsuits. Lawsuits <laughs> cost money. Save yeah. your money. Save it. Because you're not getting anywhere with a lawsuit. Yeah, no, it's so stupid. Oh, get a grip. <laughs> yeah, get a grip. Well, uh, I'm sure they don't have, didn't have a grip on reality at the time. Yeah. So um, next up, we're going to talk about another member that left, Farrah Franklin. She always looked out of place, by the way. Yeah, to be fair, like, it, 
they look more like um they look more like Destiny's Child when it's just the three of them. Like four of them just doesn't look right for Destiny's Child, but I think that's because I just grew up knowing three of them. Yeah. So it wasn't long until another member bit the dust amid a similar scandal. Uh, Farrah Franklin and Michelle Williams replaced as well, look at Latavia. Uh, but six months later, a statement was released that Farrah would no longer be with the group. MTV broke news to the fans that their favourite quartet will become a trio. Uh, Matthew Noll says, the bottom line is that Farrah didn't show up for work. Beyonce and Kelly have never, ever missed a show. So Franklin tried her hand at a solo career, but she was sacked from not one, but two record labels. Uh, and in case you forgot about her reality TV fear, the same outlet also reminds us that the 2016 F- Franklin tried to find her hand at finding glove on Patty. This is not that interesting. <laughs> yeah, this just goes into her. Yeah, so basically she left because she wasn't showing up for work. And I think there was a reality show surrounding surround that. Oh. And I think Beyonce's like, yeah, you, Beyonce was like, yeah, you better go home and get your luggage because they had to go to the airport. And she's like, oh, but I like I can just meet you there. She's just being difficult, basically. Right. I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what song did you say there that they said was in Charlie's Angels? And they said, said that was wrong. they said Survivor and it's Independent Women. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I because I looked it up because I was like that wasn't Survivor. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was Independent Women. Um. Okay. Last scandal. Leave it to Matthew Knowles to continue making a profit off Destiny's Child more than a decade after they split. He spoke with Forbes about his next move in 2019. We're working on a Destiny Child play, but it's from my perspective. Knowles told the publication, we wonder if the Destiny Child play will have as much scandal as the Dreamgirls musical. My next book is Destiny's Child, The Untold Story. Knowles elaborated to Forbes about his other project in the works for 2019. People don't really know the true story of how it all unfolded. Nels hinted at uh, finally unraveling all of the band's secrets and setting the record straight. But if you think that Destiny's Child will have anything to do with it again, think again. According to Nels, it's all about him and his point of view. I'm now telling my story, he said. Okay, if it, why is your story called Destiny's Child, the untold story? But it's about you. <laughs> <laughs> Just to sell tickets, probably, to be honest. Like, hmm, how will I sell this Destiny's child? And because he's part, like, he was behind the scenes of that, he can get away with it. Oh. Do you know what? It's good marketing. It's good marketing. It's going to be about my life. What am I going to call it? Destiny's child, the untold story. (laughs) From my perspective, nothing about Destiny's child in it. Okay. So despite all of those uh, scandals and lawsuits, Destiny Child have left an incredible legacy behind them. Uh, So Destiny Child have been called uh, R&B icons. They have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They're one of the best-selling girl groups of all time. Destiny Child have been credited as inspirations for artists such as Rihanna, Megan Trainor, Fifth Harmony, Little Mix, Girls Aloud, Haim, Jessica Lynn, KDB, and Sierra. Yeah. So, yeah, they've... They still live in our brains. They do live in our brains and they live in our brains rent free and I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. But I mean, they are millionaires, like, or billionaires probably. Like, they could give me a bit of money, but like, it's fine. <laughs> I let them be there for free. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about the members past and present, I guess, uh, who 
and what they're up to you now. So we're going to start with Latoya Luckett. Mm-hmm. So after leaving the group, Latoya joined the group Angel, which was short-lived. Uh, she joined the production company along with Noon Time. She made her solo debut in 2006 and has since released two more studio albums. She's appeared in the web series uh, H-Town Chick and Life, Love and Music. She also owned the Lady L Boutique, open in two locations. She's appeared, appeared in films such as um, Preacher's Kid, Killers, Note to Self, uh, From the Rough, uh, Lucky Girl, All the Way With You. Uh, TV-wise, she's been in Trem, For Richer or Poor, Single Ladies, <laughs> Rosewood and Greenleaf. She's currently working on her fourth album and is going to be playing Dion Warwick in the upcoming movie Dion. Wow. Interesting. Next up, we have Latavia Robertson. So after leaving the group, Latavia joined Angel alongside Latoya. In 2005, Lato- uh, Latavia was pegged to replace Candy in Escape. And in 2007, Latoya, Latavia and Farah appeared in the series Boulevard of Broken Dreams. <laughs> she released four singles between the years 2009 and 2018. She has acted in films uh, such as But Deliver Us From Evil, Dirty South House, Arrest and The Hills. She was a part of the reality series R&B Divas Atlanta. She's also acted on stage in uh, Those Jeans, House of Love and Not My Family. And she's currently writing her memoir. Is it called Destiny's Child, The Untold Story? Yeah, no, it should be called I'm a Snake, but anyway. (laughs) I bet it's not. So next up, we're going to move on to Farrah Franklin. So after leaving the group, Farrah began a solo career. And from 2002 to 2004, she was dropped by two record labels. She's released six uh, singles. Uh, She's made cameos in many other artists' music videos. She has, oh, this is also, she was an extra in the Bills, Bills, Bills music video. Hmm. Even though she left? No, that was before. Oh, right, right. That's that's weird. So she has acted in projects such as The Brewster Project, All of Us, Unemployed, Single Black Female, The Preacher's Family, Eyes of Darkness, uh, 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 Rated ATL. In 2007, she appeared in Boulevard of Broken Dreams, and she currently lives in Atlanta and is consi- uh, continues to pursue music. Oh, very nice. So next up, we're going to move on to Michelle Williams. So during the hiatus, Michelle Williams released her debut album, uh, Heart to Yours, which was a gospel album. She has since released three more albums. She's also acted appearing in shows such as Half and Half, Raven's Home, Revival and American Soul. She has competed in Strictly Come Dancing and The Masked Singer. She's also judged on RuPaul's Drag Race. She's also acted on stage in Ada, The Colour Purple, Chicago and Once on This Island. She's released her memoir, Checking In, and has her own podcast. Uh, she's also become an ambassador for uh, The Power to End Stroke and Hope on Wheels. Oh. Next up, we have Kelly Rowland. Uh, so during the uh, Destiny Child Hayes, Kelly made her solo debut as a featured artist on the iconic song Dilemma by Nelly, um, which won the pair a Grammy. She has released four studio albums, establishing herself as a solo artist in her own right. Uh, she has acted in films such as Freddy vs. Jason, The Seat Filler, Think Like a Man, Love by the Tenth Date, Bad Hair, Black is King and Fancy Football. She's also uh, judged on the UK and US versions of X Factor, 
as well as The Voice Australia. She has acted in shows such as LA's Finest, American Soul, A Black Lady Sketch Show and Boomerang. And she is uh, releasing her book, Always With You and Always With Me. Oh, that's good. Uh, okay. Next up, we have Beyonce. Um, where to begin? Uh, <laughs> so since releasing her debut album, Dangerously in Love, it has been nothing but uphill for Miss Knowles. Uh, Beyonce has released six studio albums, all hugely successful. She has also acted in films such as Austin Powers' Gold Member, Fade to Black, The Pink Panther, Dream Girls, Cadillac Records, Obsessed, Epic, and The Lion King. She has also directed uh, films such as Life is But a Dream, Lemonade, Homecoming, and Black is King. She's become one of the biggest and most influential artists of all time. Uh, she has countless awards and is the most awarded female artist in Grammy history and the second most awarded artist altogether in Grammy history. Yeah. So she is Beyonce. She is Beyonce. Like, oh my God, that woman. That woman. That woman. Like, just, they're all amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. But, like, she obviously, she just found her feet and, like, ran with it. And I don't blame her. Honestly. Yeah. Do not blame her. Who did she play? She was Nala, wasn't she? Yeah, she was Nala in the 2019 Lion King. Yeah, yeah. And she brought up this spirit that not that the album, the Lion King album, The Black is King, is based on. Yeah. Oh, iconic. Um, so next, so Katie, school is in session. It Ooh. is the Destiny's Child pop quiz for Katie. Lots of multiple choice in here. He'll be happy to know. Okay. Okay. So not every question is multiple choice, but there's a few. I gave you a very. Um, so Katie, are you ready? I'm ready. So, question one, multiple choice. Destiny's Child has a song on which 1997 movie soundtrack? Batman and Robin, Men in Black, Titanic, or Liar Liar? Titanic? No, that's wrong. Don't know. Is it? No, it's wrong. No, it's not no. Titanic. Okay, okay. <laughs> right, that was my answer. I don't know why I said Titanic. I think it was just because... Um, I was like, oh, 1997, but I don't even think that came out in 97. Um, did they all come out in 1997? Yeah. Okay, okay. I thought they were like trying to throw me off. Um, men in black. That's correct. Okay, okay. Okay, so true or false? Bootylicious was added into the dictionary after the release of the song. True. Yep. The power Beyonce has. I know. Um, question three. Which song has the opening line, Ladies Leave Your Man at Home? Oh. Uh, jumping, jumping. Yep. Question four, multiple choice. Destiny's Child recorded the theme song for which kids animated series? The Proud Family, Kim Possible. Hey Arnold, or Fairly Odd Parents? Was it the Proud Family? Yep. Okay, uh, question five. Which member of Destiny's Child briefly appeared in Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Ooh. Kelly. Yeah, that's right. Woohoo! Question six, another multiple choice one. 
What was the first song Destiny's Child sang together at Coachella in 2018? Say My Name, Survivor, Lose My Breath, or Cater to You? Survivor. No, it was Lose My Breath. Okay, I wouldn't have got that. Okay, question seven, another multiple choice one. Which music video takes place in a hair salon? No, no, no. Survivor, Bugaboo, or Bills, Bills, Bills? Bills, Bills, Bills. Yep. Question eight. Which member was lying on a lawn chair in the Cater to You music video? Um, Michelle. Yeah, it was Michelle. Well, Beyonce gets a pool and Kelly gets a car. <laughs> Question nine. Which member was in the group the shortest amount of time? The shortest? Um, Michelle? No, I feel like that's wrong. Um, Kelly? No, it was Farrah Franklin. Oh, yeah. I forgot before. She's irrelevant. <laughs> She's. <laughs> and question 10. Who designed the group's outfit in the early years? Who designed their outfits? In the early years. I don't know. I said it earlier. Yeah, but we know my attention span is like, this is why we do the quizzes. Um, <laughs> this is the whole reason we have started this is because this is why my brain is like this. Um, <laughs> is it a design or like no so think oh, about the, it the, fella, the Noel's fella okay Noel's is right was it Beyonce no it was Tina Noel's oh Tina oh yeah there was Tina Noel's and then there was what's the fella's name again who their dad yeah Matthew Matthew, yeah, okay, all right, Tina. I got Noles. <laughs> you did pretty good, actually. I did, I didn't do bad, I got seven. Mm. So next up, we're going to put Destiny Child on our pop scale. We rate them out of five based on how much we like them and their place in pop culture. Katie, what do you give uh, Destiny's Child? Oh, I have to give them a five. I just love them. Like, mm. and they're so good. As we said, they're timeless, they're amazing. They're all gorgeous, even though some of them are snakes, but it's fine. <laughs> um, and, you know, they've all, like, kept it going. They're doing stuff. It's not like they just, you know, like, Michelle, like, kind of, it's not like she just, like, left the group and then did nothing. Like, she really kept herself going, um, even though she's known as, and these are not my words, the irrelevant one. Mm-hmm. But they've all, like, made moves and made their lives and kept it going, and I'm, I'm I'm proud of them all, and I think they deserve a five. What about you, Evan? I'm going to give them a five too. Yeah. I mean, iconic bops. I mean, legends, legendary status, star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. Just so inspirational. Still, if every time they come back for any performance, people go crazy for it. And incredibly talented. Yeah, all talented, all beautiful. Yeah. And you know, I'm talking about the trio here because that's the lineup that everyone remembers. Yeah, of course. They're the one. That's the one that sticks out in our heads. Oh yeah, yeah. And no, I like when I yeah, same here. So yeah, big old five for Destiny's Child for me. So next up, we're going to talk about what's popping. We talked about what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you? 
Um, Kim Kim's Convenience is still popping with me. It's mm-hmm. um a Netflix show that it's just it still seems really racist to me, but I don't think it is. But I think it's just because of the accents. But then I'm also like, okay, they're, they're Korean actors playing Korean people, and I think the writers on it are either Asian or Korean. So mm-hmm. don't quote me on that. I'll actually look that up for next week. But um, so that's why I'm like, okay, it's not, but it it seems like it is. Uh, but it's very funny, and I enjoy. It. I can't even. I haven't really been watching anything else, to be honest, or doing much like just the usual YouTube and stuff. So, what about you, Evan? What's popping? Uh, Vanderpump from Brills, as always. Said at the top of the episode. Of course, of course. Loved it. Um, what has been popping with me? There was oh, Ava Max's new song, "Maybe You're the Problem." Okay. And Sam Smith's new song, Love Me More. They're great. Uh, let's see. Oh, heading to... So we're recording this on Monday, 2nd of May. I'm heading to Anne-Marie tomorrow. Oh, you are? So, uh, Anne-Marie as well. Um, what else? I uh, feel like there was more to say. Um, oh, God. I'm uh, just watching old episodes of The Simple Life. Yeah, that's going to be good. Oh, so such a funny show. And yeah, that's about it with me. Huh, that's good. So Katie, where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It a Podcast. You can give us a little rating on Apple Podcasts on Spotify if you do so wish. And if you want to tell your friends and family about us, they can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. So that has been our Destiny Child episode uh, and we hope that you all stay safe and have a great week. Bye.